Hi and welcome to Nightlight. So nice to be back with you. Well, on the program today, I want the songs to take center stage rather than the inspirations or interview or topic because I've got a number of new songs to share with you. Well, they're not exactly new, but they're new to me. It's the first time I've had them in my library. We have songs from David Senek, Sam Halbert, Michael Dooley, Keith Yoakum, Rod Halton, David Blossom. And here's the first of three great songs from Al Pratt. songs from Al Pratt that we're featuring on Nightlight today. Something I gotta do. And all the artists you're hearing on the show today have been playing music for many years and playing music is something they've still gotta do. You can hear these guys, some of them, back on my early radio shows 35 years ago and they're still producing great fresh material today and still using their talents for the Lord. I feel alright when I'm listening to Nightlight. You're tuned in to Nightlight. 
Well, here's another old-timer who's still going strong. This is Sam Halbert with a fresh version of one of his old classics. What did Jesus do without a Coca-Cola? What did Jesus do without a Coca-Cola? What did Jesus do without a $400,000 home? What did Jesus do without a new Toyota? What did Jesus do without an iPad of his own? Well, he loves the people He showed them how to help each other leave. He brought the sunshine recording one of his older classics just think when he wrote that song there was hardly such a thing as a personal computer let alone the internet mobile phones facebook and all the rest of it which we have today very nice how he updated the lyrics to that song that's sam halbert feeling tired get inspired with nightlight Well, like I said, the songs are going to take center stage on the program today, but I do have some inspirations to share with you. Here's the first one. It's called Five Things I Love About Jesus by Joe Johnson. First of all, his randomness. Jesus has an intricate plan for the whole universe, but I love how he seems to be perfectly random about lots of things that don't have much bearing on that plan, like the irregular texture of tree bark or where the next branch will pop out. Either that, or it's not random at all. 
and that branch needs to be exactly where it is for the universe to run right. If that's the case, I love how he makes it look random to me. Intricacy, the flip side of random. I love how he makes seemingly random things happen, but then they all come together at the end and make perfect sense. And I realize it wasn't haphazard at all, but pure genius. Color. He seems almost obsessed with color, but it's not like he splatters psychedelic fluorescent everywhere. He adds just enough khakis and grays so that when something bright comes along, it wows me. Passion. His way of being passionate about everything he does. For instance, if I was going to create an insect, I'd pick a head, a body, a few legs, maybe a stinger or something, but he can't stop at that. Oh, here I could add some antenna with trillions of little hairs on them that will act as sensors, then maybe some fold-up wings to hide inside its shell, a compound eye, a trio chanter there, a mesothorax there, and a subsophical ganglion. He's crazy. When I create a cloud, I take a blank piece of paper, draw a straight line, add three humps above it, and I'm done. When he creates a cloud, he starts with an insanely complex background of atmosphere, then bunches together millions of microscopic ice crystals, each with six perfectly symmetrical sides, but its own unique form. And then he sends light to render it in full 3D and air currents to make it dance. It seems he can't get involved in a project without giving it his best. And finally, care. Boy, does he care. He cares about everything. I mean, every single little microscopic, itsy-bitsy thing. Imagine how much importance he puts on you and me, or the detailed care and planning that went into each of the 6.8 billion of us now living, as well as the billions before and after. It wears me out just thinking about it. I am so lucky to have him. Nightlight. You're listening to an international edition of Nightlight, shining God's love light to the world. And yes, you're listening to an international edition of Nightlight. Hope you're enjoying the show. Got some great songs coming up for you. A nice variety of songs, as you'll see by this song. It's called The Dating Game, and it's by Mike Dooley and his jazz ensemble. First you say hello by the coffee machine. Chat about how great the weather's been. Get up the courage to ask her name. Now you're playing the dating game Casually ask what films she likes Only to find out she bikes and hikes Amazingly enough, you're just the same Now you're playing the dating game Now I have a friend, a paleontologist 
He's in love with a marine biologist On the weekends you should see him Wandering around those science museums They go on field trips and seminars But he's wondering why he's not getting so far Well I've been telling him all along That his dating methods are all wrong Now you're wearing lycra under your business suits You bought a brand new pair of hiking boots You've been working out till you're almost lame But that's all part of the dating game Jazz Quartet from Down Under in Canberra, Australia. A song called The Dating Game. Nice to hear some old-fashioned style jazz. It's always bright when you're listening to Nightlight. Well, next song is from David Senek. I don't know how many hundreds of songs David's written during his lifetime, but I noticed that a number of his latest ones touch on the theme of growing old and the realisation that the years are fast ticking by. Take a listen to this one. It's called Don't Want to Be Alone. Why do we hurt each other? Why do we act so cold? Time goes so fast And we grow old Take a walk 
from David Senek. It's quite a pleasant night when listening to Nightline. Nightline. Time now for another inspiration, and this one is called The Jasmine Bush by Dina Ellens. My brother's death hit me hard, perhaps because it was so unexpected. John died of a heart attack at only 51. Until then, he'd seemed strong, healthy, and in the prime of life, so it was difficult for me to come to terms with this loss. We'd been very close as children, and both of us were keen on nature and the great outdoors. After college, however, we drifted apart. I moved to Southeast Asia, where I raised a family and taught school, while John worked as an engineer in rural Montana. In recent years, though, we'd gotten back in touch. I thought about visiting, but I was busy with work and family responsibilities and kept postponing. Now it was too late. John was gone. Just like that. Regrets flooded my mind. If only I had visited. One evening I prayed, Dear God, please give me a sign that John's okay. I'm not sure what I expected, but nothing came. As I dropped off to sleep later, I asked for a comforting dream, but when I awoke the next morning, I couldn't remember anything. At the time, I was staying in a garden suite, which gave me the advantage of stepping into a lovely garden right outside my door. Right by the doorway was a jasmine bush that I'd been watching for a week or more, eagerly waiting for it to blossom. And as I stepped outside that morning, something caught my eye. There, on the jasmine bush, was a perfect, single, white jasmine blossom. Jasmine flowers usually grow in little clumps and bloom all at once, and it's very rare that only one flower blossoms. Suddenly I felt that this was the sign I'd asked God for. It was as clear and definite as if I'd heard John's voice saying, I'm all right. God used my love of nature to give me a sign that was meaningful for me. You may think it's a small thing, but to me, it was a reminder of God's love. 
His care is manifest in even the smallest details of His creation and our lives. Not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your Father knowing it, and the very hairs on your head are all numbered. Now, whenever I see a jasmine blossom and smell its fragrance, I remember that morning. I no longer wonder if John's okay. I know he is, and that I'll see him again. A soundbite with Nightlight. Well, here's a soundbite on the topic of death. This is a headline on the internet site. It read, Death, the nation's number one killer. (laughs) Of course, no one can outrun death. It catches up with all of us sooner or later. But as someone said, don't resent growing old. Many are denied the privilege. And how about this, which was on a bumper sticker? It says, enjoy life. It has an expiration date. Put me in my wheelchair, face me toward the setting sun. Leave me there an hour or two, by then I should be done. I'll make peace with my creator, maybe even sing a song. Think a while about the things that I done right or wrong. Then come and take away my body But I won't come along Don't count on me for conversation Because I'm going, 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 going I'll be gone I'll be with Jesus
And that's the second song on today's show from Alan Pratt. Great song. By the way, both Alan Pratt and David Senek have a bunch of their songs posted on SoundCloud. You can listen to them there, but not download them. So just do a search for Alan Pratt. That's P-R-A-T-T. And David Senek, S-E-N-E-K. And you'll find a whole playlist of a lot of their different songs. You can listen to them there on SoundCloud. Did you know you can listen online or download your favorite nightlight shows, as well as other radio programs and audio inspirations produced at Radioactive Productions? Visit our website today at radioact.org. Next song is from Keith Yoakum. He lives in Rio in Brazil, very close, I believe, to Alan Pratt. And I think they record some of their songs together. you said instead of counting stars and making wars and there'd be plenty of bread it seems the more we learn the less we know about things that mean the most what good's all the technology if the world goes up in smoke if we just try and do the things you said Instead of bombs and build bridges instead of walls Then we could have peace on earth Instead of hunger, pain and wars Instead of trying to prove it all made itself With no real reason to rhyme Running around in circles Such a waste of time If we just try and do the things you said
Like a candle in the night, it's Nightlight. Well, close by where we live on Lake Victoria in Uganda, you can walk down to the water's edge and see kingfisher birds diving down to catch fish. And that's why this next article caught my eye. It's called The Kingfisher Effect by David Bollock. When Japan's Sanyo Shinkansen bullet train was first put in service, residents along the train line complained about the noise level. About half the line was made up of tunnel sections, and the train would produce a tunnel boom on exiting due to the sudden change in air resistance. The engineers pondered the problem, and one of them remembered having read about a bird with a unique design feature, the kingfisher. To catch its prey, the kingfisher dives from the air, which has low resistance, into high-resistance water, and it only creates the smallest splash upon entry. The engineer surmised that this was due to the shape of the kingfisher's beak being perfectly suited to deal with such things as resistance. He and his colleagues conducted simulations by shooting various shapes into a pipe, and measuring the pressure waves on exit. The data showed that the ideal shape for the nose of the bullet train was almost identical to a kingfisher's beak. Problem solved. The engineers probably would have had a much more difficult time finding the solution if they'd relied solely on their training and experience as mechanical engineers. The solution was found only when one of them looked elsewhere. One of the problems with problems is that we tend to rely too much on our own abilities and experience to solve them, when God often has a better idea. It takes faith to stop trying so hard on our own and turn to God for help. But that's usually what it takes for him to get through to us. Faith is to problems what the kingfisher's beak is to water. When obstacles present themselves, the sudden added resistance to our plans or routine can give us quite a jolt. But faith helps us find solutions quicker and with less wear and tear on our nerves. Faith doesn't eliminate all our problems, but it lessens their impact. Nightlight. Cool song now from David Blossom. Ogre in the sky. That's not me. Sort of tyrant who will torture those who won't do all I want them to. But that's not me, not me, not me. No, that's not me. You blame me for the folks who die in scores of hunger, sicknesses, disasters, countless wars. Cause after all, you say if I am God. Why don't I make all of this madness? It's not up to me, to me, to me. 
idea that many people have of God, that he's an angry God responsible for the suffering on the earth. Of course, that's not the case at all. That's not the God of love. Mankind's problems are due to his own poor choices and, of course, the devil and his demons and all their bad influence, demonic influence on mankind. But our God is a God of love. He loves you. Jesus loves you. A song now from Mick Fridley. Just a simple man walking down this track. Darkness up ahead and shadows at my back. Haunted while I roam, but hounded if I stay. Gotta find the road back home, but I can't go back that way. Now freedom, 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 the word is everywhere. Free to do it your way, your freedom not to care. Most folks in a free world would only lose their way. Gotta find the road back home, but I can't go back that way. Jesus in an open book. Careful what you find there if you decide to take a look. When greed, control, and power want to tell you what it says, gotta find the road back home, but I 
Just Sing by Mia Natalia A. Govaruka. I was awakened early by a choir of birds, singing, chirping, chanting, chiming, and conversing. Their melodies were loud, joyful, and everywhere. Nature's own surround sound. Some friends and I were camping in a wooded area near Mostar, the 600-year-old city that was often in the news during the Yugoslav Wars of the early 1990s. The birds' notes rose in pitch and volume and then swung to a whisper, then reached a crescendo again, victorious, full of inspiration and joy. The difficulties facing this ethnically divided country were clearly the furthest thing from their little minds. Nearly 15 years after the official end of the war, Croatian Catholics, Bosnian Muslims, and Serb Orthodox were still learning how to live in the same cities, how to work together, and how to forgive. I went for a walk along the narrow river and took in the scene, the potholed asphalt road lined with bench frames with no seats, the bridge that had been all but destroyed, the small cafe without doors or glass in the windows, the flower beds overrun with weeds. Don't step onto the grass, I reminded myself, there could be mines. For a few moments I forgot about the birds. Why did this happen? Who was responsible for this mess? As I neared the teetering remains of the bridge, I saw a bird on one of the rails. Could she remember? Could she have seen someone die here, or have heard the shooting? Then the bird began to sing, and I forgot about all those questions. Her tiny body quaked as her song burst forth. The music seemed to come from all of her. The sounds poured out with such force and conviction that I wanted to sing too. She seemed to be singing about the rising sun, about a new morning, about the blue sky, about a new day full of hope, about beautiful flowers and the gentle forest, about cool, flowing, sparkling waters that wash the old away. She wasn't thinking about how she looked or her performance. She was just singing with all of her being. I don't know how long I sat there watching her, but I forgot about everything else. I listened and sang along. 
I sang about the feeling of freedom I felt rising in me, about new possibilities, about new ways of looking at life, about a new day full of hope, about the beauty of creation and its gentle creator, about a great love that washes away mistakes of the past. It felt good. It felt great. It felt liberating. Forget about ethnic differences. Forget about broken relationships. Forget about the other guy's mistake that never ended in an apology. Learn from the birds. With all your being, with all your strength, just sing. Power 
come easy I never thought it will But does the price of freedom always mean we have to kill? Is it true we have to kill just to have our That's Rod Holton. Only song I have of his in my library. Need to write and see if he has any more, because that's a great song. Another song called Freedom. It's nightlight. What a delight. Well, this is the third and final song on today's Nightlight from Al Pratt. song for you I guess I was afraid to share my heart in music and tell you in this way but today I thought about you and the love you gave me my feelings found a rhythm and my heart a melody Let your love in all 
days ago, Al sent me ooh, about 10 songs by Dropbox, and they're all wonderful songs. So stay tuned to hear more of them on soon coming nightlight shows. Hope you enjoyed this program and the music. We had more songs than we usually do. Sometimes we have more songs. Sometimes we have less. Sometimes we have interviews. Sometimes we have Bible teaching. There's a lot of variety on the nightlight shows. This is show number 116 in our international series. And you can go onto our website at www.radioact.org and listen to any show that you haven't heard. If you're a new listener, then you've got a lot of catching up to do or any shows that you'd like to hear again. But we'll go out with a song of gold from heart to heart. And I look forward to being back with you again next time for another edition of Nightlight. Bye-bye. Looking for is a real sweet song. Not been done before. Not too short or long. Something kind of new for the young and old. A song that's true, made out of gold. All that I've been through.